Welcome everybody to another episode of the Anthony K. Goodwin Pop Podcast. Today with me, I have Colton Reed. Say hi, Colton. Hi, Colton. Good. Yeah. For those people who are watching the YouTube video, go ahead and stand up. Yep. <laughs> Want to see me stand up? Yeah. I am. There is no chair down here. This is how tall he is and how short that I am. So, deal with it. Uh, but for those of you listening, it's not going to matter one bit. Uh, so, a little bit quick before we jump into our Oscar discussion. How much of it did you watch? I watched half of it. I watched more than that. I watched all of it. And I also watched the pre-thing. The red oh, the, like the red carpet. Yep, I watched that too. Okay. I was just like, it was Sunday, church was long, I got home, and I did homework, honestly, the entire time I watched it. Um, so, like, basically you have watched it. Yeah, for sure. On so some parts, I hit mute, and um, during the commercials, I hit mute, mm. so I could like, try to focus and stuff. But, yeah, so that was my Oscars experience. Okay, before we jump into that, um, I want to real quick share this letter that you wrote me that I want you to read that I just found, at, like, out of nowhere, like, cleaning up, literally 20 minutes ago, found this. Oh, I wrote you a letter. I don't even remember you this. You did write me a letter. All right. <clears throat> Anthony, over the past few months, we have become very good friends. In fact, I consider you one of my closest friends. Thank you for being my friend. I'm really bad at saying goodbye, so when I say goodbye in person, I might not sound, it might not sound heartfelt. So, I'm writing this as a better way of saying goodbye. You are going to do an amazing things for the kingdom. Wow. <laughs> I lost me. There it is. Uh, it won't be easy at all, but I pray that you would have the strength, wisdom, patience, love, etc. to do so. Mm. See you later, bro. Your brother in Christ, Colton. Nice. Shout out. Thanks, man. Yeah. So how many years ago was this? It was like uh, probably two years and two months ago. That's when I left. We we met in Waterford, California, yeah. and then you up and ran off to uh, Amsterdam. Yeah, what did you do in Amsterdam? So we worked at yeah. We, you just said that. Yep. But we worked at the same church for a while, mm -hmm. and then I went and did a DTS, a discipleship training school. Yep. Uh, through an organization called Youth with a Mission in Amsterdam. And then when I came back home, I raised support to be a missionary with him full-time. And I've been doing that for the past two years. I've been in Amsterdam. I've also been in... Huh? Egypt? No. Israel. 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 Uh, Jordan. South Africa. Namibia. As well as... Those are the places that I stayed the longest, but I've been all over. So it's you, been nice. You like Indian food. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really eat... Indian food a lot, but I like it. I've had it before I went. Lucky. Yeah. I mean, I don't really like Indian food. Okay, enough about us. Let's get into the Oscars. Hey, Colton, are you ready to talk about our Oscar highlights? Yeah. Cool, great. Uh, what were yours? Um, I will have to say uh, the performance with Lady Gaga and mm. Bradley Cooper. Do you think there's something there? I hope not, because Bradley Cooper's married. Same. Honor that commitment Bradley please yes um but you know there's obviously some kind of chemistry you know? that is why they're actors yeah they fool us every time 
Mm-hmm. What else? Okay, I'll tell you something. My favorite part of the night was when Paul Rudd, mm-hmm. Sarah Paulson came out yeah, uh, to announce the visual effects winner Oscar, and uh, their part was pretty funny. It gave me a very good giggle. In fact, here is a clip of that audio. When it comes to visual effects, the answer is not so simple. Today's effects artists collaborate with every other department to convince audiences of even the most implausible realities. This is the kind of magic that allows the audience to believe I was actually obliterated by a truck in Bird Box. And the same kind of magic that allows an audience to believe that I am an actor. (laughs) Yeah, I like that part too. What do you think of the outfits? Were there any outfits that you particularly liked or hated? Um, outfits. I mean, no. I always appreciate a wacky outfit. <laughs> I think it's m- much more fun than all those boring suits and fair, fair. whatnot. I liked Mahershala Ali's uh, beanie. Yeah, that was neat. I don't know how he got Those it to glasses. stick the way that it did, yeah. but... That was pretty good. Um, What was your take on Spike Lee's all-purple suit? I like Spike Lee's all-purple suit. I think that it was very uh, royal. Yeah. And then he even got those really thick signature glasses in purple. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was neat. And then his gold ring things Yeah. said love and hate, right? I don't know what that message is, but... Interesting, dude. That's for sure. There was someone in an all-black, black-on-black suit, and I don't think it was Christian Bale, but it might have been Christian Bale. I liked that. And I also liked Christian Bale's facial hair. It's got, like, a nice, thick longness to it, but it's not, like, so long where it's like, wow, yeah. you must be a worship leader with that beard. Ooh. <laughs> like, it was, like, pretty, pretty, like, contained in, but, yeah. like, had a good, thick longness to it, and I was like, I Honestly, yeah, honestly, Christian Bale looks good no matter what. Lucky. Except for the machinist, he's kind of scary there, but... I barely saw that one. Speaking of, you know what, we'll get to makeup and his characters in a second, but uh, if that's that's it for sort of the the highlights, another funny one, um, two, two funny things, I guess, to comment on. One, there was no host for the show, um, oh, right. which I don't know if that's uh, unique to the Oscars or not, or if it's just in the age of having a host and a Twitter is... A dangerous thing I don't know but there was an opening monologue with uh, Maya Rudolph Amy Poehler and help line line I don't know oh, why can't I remember her name Amy Poehler's like best friend this is the most embarrassing moment of my life Poehler and Tina Fey uh, the three of them came out and opened it up. It was pretty funny. They gave a lot of little uh, funny quips that pointed to different films that were being honored this year and stuff. So if you didn't get a chance to watch that, you can watch it on your own time on YouTube. Um, another thing I enjoyed was uh, Aquafina and John Mulaney. They gave out two awards. They were pretty funny. Yeah, they did it in a really fun fashion. Yeah, I liked yeah. that. That was my favorite two talking people of the night. Well, Paul Rudd was also really funny. Paul Rudd was funny. But I like it. Like I like him. it when they keep it light and air. Like. So, speaking of John Mulaney, never mind. We'll, we'll save the actual movies and the films and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. in a second. We'll get to that. But for now, you ready to run down these these uh, winners? Yes. So, I'm just going to like start reading them off, and then maybe I'll stop every time and be like, did you see it? We can and then we'll keep going. Bit, yeah. 
so here we go. Number one, sound mixing went to Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, sound mixing, <laughs> I think that one is well deserved. Yeah. Um, what was the other sound category? Oh man, don't ask me that question. I'm not ready with it oh, yet. We'll, but we'll I get think to it they, there, but, I think but, they won that one too. Well, Bohemian Rhapsody, I think, did sound good editing. for sound mixing. They got mixing and editing. Um, I think they should have like spread that out a little bit more because I just I watched First Man recently and I believe mm. it was all, that was also one of them. Yeah, and sure. The sound of that movie really. Uh, yeah. It's like it's what makes you feel the emotions. Uh-huh. Like not the cinematography is also really great and like the point of view. It's all like from yeah. Armstrong's yeah. point of view. I haven't seen that one yet. It's, That's Ryan Gosling, right? Yeah, it was much more. Uh, serious tone than I was expecting it to be. I was expecting it to be more exciting. Hmm. But it's yeah. all from um, Armstrong's viewpoint of things. So you don't like see mm. the spaceship as it's in space. It's all like you're seeing what you know, in it. Yeah. So it's really it's a beautiful movie. That's and, cool. And it there's like a lot of sounds that the spaceship is making and yeah. the eeriness of space. Like it's not as all like like magical as yeah. other space movies are. It's like dead yeah. silent. I like how when it comes to those certain awards as far as sound editing and stuff, when they show the clips like, and eh, this movie, and then it shows the clip of like them dragging the door across the floor and then stomping mm-hmm. and snapping, and it's just like, ah, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. All those things exist in that movie. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I agree with you. Probably um, maybe sound editing could have gone to First Man based mm-hmm. off of everything that you're sharing, but fun fact... When it comes to mixing, I think Bohemian does deserve it because I work with a guy who played drums in a band with a guy who sang in that band. And the guy who sang in that band is the guy who's doing the internet rounds right now. His name's Mark Martell, and he's the guy that did the vocals singing of Freddie Mercury. Wow. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so, like... If I stole my friend's phone, I could call him. <laughs> Basically, wow. I'm, I'm that close. Um, so knowing, like my wife and I, when we went and saw that movie, knowing when the singing parts came in, like we can identify now like what's his voice because the way they did it was they mixed some of his voice, they mixed some of Freddie Mercury. Um, and I don't know if Adam Lambert was a part of the film or not. Um, I think he was. I think there were other vocalists, but I know for sure that Mark... Um, was one of them, and when you see the credits go by, you that'd see be, Mark that'd be kind of weird because Adam Lambert and Freddie Mercury don't sound similar. I don't think so either, man. Oh. And like there was like tryouts, so this friend of the friend, he he was on a Queen touring thing. I think it was called Queen Extravaganza. So before the the movie was being produced and created and everything, he was already like kind of a niche um, Queen performer uh so when this came around they did bring him in to do some vocal support so that was really cool so me knowing that they mixed a number of voices because there were some things that they kind of had to recreate for the movie yeah. you know that weren't shot for shot from real life or whatever so they had to bring in an actual vocalist to do things because rami good actor but maybe doesn't necessarily have the freddie mercury singing chops mm-hmm. so um yeah that was really cool really really neat uh documentary feature free solo that was, I only saw like a little bit of Free Solo. From the show? From the Oscars no, like, or from real life? From real life. Wow, okay, go. Um, so, A, it's freaking amazing. 
hmm. how a man can climb El Capitan. Yeah, yeah, it, pretty scary. Really scary. Concept is um, he's climbing with nothing. Yeah. He's like, here I am, just got off the bus, and he just starts going. <laughs> mm-hmm. The guy's actually from Sacramento, too, so. Oh, local. that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the director, what's his name? Jimmy Chin was his name? I Sounds think. good to me. I think that's who it is. Yeah. Um, I remember watching, maybe it was in the documentary itself, or it was a doc, like a short video about the documentary, but he was yeah. like talking about like, there was like a lot of like uh, moral issues that they had to deal with like going into it because if they were to film it and it were to add pressure to mm. Alex, um, would that then be an element sure. to, that would lead to his death essentially? Yeah. yeah. Because he had done it, I think he had done climbs like this before. Like this is what he does, like yeah. freestyle, uh, free rope kind of climbing. Yeah. So it was a really hard thing to film because they didn't know if like it would sure. affect him and that they would Dude. be responsible. And seeing some of those angles from the Oscars, like there's like a camera hung above his head yeah. as he's climbing up. It's bonkers. And I could imagine the stress of like gear falling and, you know, throwing him off. So mm-hmm. thanks for giving me anxiety. Let's move on to makeup and hairstyling mm. went to vice. Yep. And that's why we were talking about Christian Bale is because that man has transformed a time or two. Yeah, he is a method actor. And I wish that... Was Christian Bale part of getting that award? Uh, So he was just in the movie. He he was the one that played Dick Cheney. So I think that he should actually get also an Oscar for that because, like hair and makeup, yeah, like there's a lot of work that goes into that. Mm Mm-hmm. But the amount of transformation that Christian Bale goes through for his roles... He does. That's way harder work than, yeah. in my opinion. I mean, I've never done hair and makeup, so I could be completely wrong. <laughs> but, like, if you just watch his movies, like The Machinist, yeah. and mm-hmm. then, like, I think less than a year later, he shot Batman. Yep. So, like, he went from going super skinny, skinny to being buff and beautiful, <laughs> and now, like... And then, don't forget American Hustle, American where he, like, yeah. put on... Like, 30 pounds of fat or whatever. And the thing is, like, the difference between Vice and American Hustle, like, American Hustle is, like, slobby fat. Yeah. But in Vice, he's just, like, old man fat. Like, it's just kind of stiff. Yeah. Like, it's weird. Yeah. If you haven't Googled Christian Bale body, here's a photo for you watching it on YouTube. Ooh, dang. Uh, Next, costume design went to Black Panther. Well-deserved, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Another probably good candidate was The Favorite. Um, and that was based yeah. in like 1800 England or something. I never, I didn't watch the movie, but Europe. I mean, it looked the part. Yeah, definitely looked the part. It's um, authentic. From but what I you saw. know, Black Panther had a lot of imagination. It wasn't birthed from history. It blended in history, mm-hmm. but it's based off of a comic book. So like, there's these, you know, ideas. They basically created from... a culture. Yeah. Well, there was already like obviously like the African cultures mm-hmm. that were that it was inspired from, but it yeah. was like its own nation kind yeah. of a culture, you know? And the vibranium yeah. elements, even the woman who won it, uh, she came up and made a joke that vibranium isn't cheap, so thank you. And she started thanking uh, some of the executives from Marvel and Disney. It was cool so to see Marvel was a good one. involved in all that. Yeah, I heard it, this was their first Oscar. Nomination. And win. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Marvel. You did it. Not that it... Yeah. Cinematography went to Roma. Have you seen this one? No, actually not. Same. What's unique? Three things unique about this movie. Number one, it's black and white. Mm -hmm. Number two, 
It's in Spanish. Number three, it's on Netflix. Yeah, that was really cool to hear. Yeah, so like that's what made this one kind of special and significant, and it won't be their last time. What? Stepping up to the victory table. Production design went to Black Panther. Also feels like well-deserved. Well but there's like production design. I, I thought I was going to say something, but I'm not. So when it came to the set designs for Black Panther, like totally, again, I think that they deserve it. And what makes them unique compared to other Marvel movies too um, is that like Thor in the Asgardians, you can't say too much about their culture besides Thor is their ruler. Yeah, and, and they kind of look like Greek. Yeah, what you would expect like futuristic Greek people to be. Yeah, yeah. that's that's sort of it. You don't really see them engage. You don't see their farmland. Like you do in Black Panther. If you haven't seen Black Panther, you a fool. Uh, and I think you can see it on Netflix right now. Dope. I think it's still out there. I'm going to yeah. watch it. Go do that. Uh, this next one I think is going to be pretty short. Uh, documentary short, period, uh-huh. end of sentence. Uh, I think it's neat that a story about menstruation is yeah. won an Oscar. That's exactly what they said. These next few... It's I a win th- for women. Here's another one. Live action short uh, went to Skin didn't see that me neither but like the little previews that they showed in the oscars looked pretty crazy it's like little kids getting tattoos and like a really tattooed person and it looks pretty like i don't know like it could give you a lot of feelings i don't know if it'd be good i don't even know like how to watch the shorts is it like something you have to pay for dude yeah that's a great question i have no idea google can tell you everything All all right next animated short went to bow did you see that one uh if I did, it was forgettable. Man, you got to watch it with your mom and, like, watch her cry. That's all I'm going to say. It's okay. Pixar, and it's not going to be forgettable once you see it. It's kind of a bummer, though. Like, Pixar is this massive, like, they got the team, they got the money. Yeah. Like, I don't know about yeah, the other sure, studios. Sure, yeah. I don't know about the other studios, yeah. but from what I saw, it looked like less, like, high-end stuff went into it and probably more time because they yeah. didn't have the kind of tech that Absolutely. Pixar does. So yeah maybe like maybe if you look at just the stories because i didn't see any of them but that was just one thing that i noticed i wonder what their reason is for still producing shorts like is that a whole department that's like we dedicate ourselves to making the best shorts in the world and you know what's what's the purpose because it's not like you can purchase a short or maybe you can i've never purchased a short i've only ever gotten them with you know feature films It's good marketing, maybe, if you see it on the internet, because then you're like, oh, it's like a full Pixar movie, but in however many minutes. And And it'll give you the feels. And it's maybe something they do in the office, like, they're like, all right, whoever can come up with the best story, (laughs) we'll animate it and see if we can win an Oscar for it. Dude, and they do it. I don't know how many they have. They probably have a lot. Uh, Next, film editing went to Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't know about that one. Um, I feel like the reason maybe for taking that one is... Um, in a particular scene, they recreate a live Freddie Mercury uh, show. It? Yeah, from just a twenty-minute well, show. Well, he gave it away. I wasn't gonna give it away, but now oh. you know it's Live Aid, and uh, they they do do it like shot for shot. And so I guess maybe that's kind of where it I came just needed. Like, what were the other films that were up for that award? Dude, I set? don't even know. I think Black Klansman was. I think it the was. editing. Yeah. Well, as far as Black Klansman's go, did goes, you see that one? Oh, I loved it. it I didn't great. see it yet. But the editing on that was like 
pretty normal for a movie. That's what I felt like about Bohemian Rhapsody, too. Yeah. There wasn't anything that was like, wow, that was an amazing editing scene. Like, yeah, so th that's the reason why I feel like they probably won it. You'll appreciate this one. Visual effects went to first man. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, I believe the f movie was shot in film. So, oh, that's cool. Like, it was more of a like hands-on visual yeah. effects. That was 60s, right? Yeah, 1969, uh, July was when... Wow. When the when we landed on the moon, but it takes first starts off in 1961, ends in 1969. I just watched it the other day, so I'm like it's fresh in my memory. I need to see it. It's good. All right, let's jump down to the next one. We're gonna skip over sound editing because we already talked about that. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, this one. I just watched it last night. Finally, I've needed to watch it for so long. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse won Best Animated Feature. Yeah, it was well deserved. I can't believe you haven't. Did, see, did you see it in theater? No. Oh, it was so good in theater. I know. Oh I gosh. failed. I failed. I wanted to so bad, but we were just like so busy and tied up, and so I didn't yeah. get to, but I it literally came out last night, and I jumped on it, and I bought it, and I watched it. It's great. And uh, the soundtrack's great. Uh, the storyline's great. Mm -hmm. The ode to Spider-Man of past is great. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they yeah. point to Tobey Maguire. They point to the meme. Yeah. Me, me, you. Uh, so it's just like it is super good. If you have, yeah. oh, dude, and the voices. Um, yeah. So Nicholas Cage is in it. Nicholas Cage, uh, Jake Johnson. He's from New Girl, mm -hmm. uh, and then also John Mulaney does a voice uh, for Spider Man. Uh, what's her face? The one who's in True Grit and Bumblebee. I don't know. Oh well. You got Haley, me there. Haley Seinfeld. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Her, her. She's a singer too, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. see it. I loved it so much. It was deserved. It was, however, um, I'm one of my favorite directors is Wes Anderson, and mm. he was also nominated for this movie or for his latest movie, Isles of Dogs. Yeah. Um, I I just love Wes Anderson, so I would have loved to see him win too. But it was nothing compared into the Spider Verse, like. Yeah. Like, if it wasn't for Into the Spider-Verse, I think Wes Anderson would have got the award, but so that good. was just such an amazing movie. It was so good. Let's keep this list running. Uh, foreign language film went to Roma. Obviously. Haven't seen it. No. Uh, adapted screenplay, Black Klansman. Great victory for Mr. Spike Lee. Mm -hmm. um, so the idea here well is that this this is the group where it's like a pre-written story, and then they turn it into a movie, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did Harry Potter win? I don't know. No. They deserve to win. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it's an interesting story for those of you who don't know. Do you want to give a quick synopsis of it because you saw it? Um, yeah. Spoiler warning. If mm -hmm. you don't want to hear this. Hit skip 30 seconds like four yeah. times. Yeah, maybe. So, basically, it starts off with a dude named Ron Stallworth. And he enters the police force in Colorado. And he's black. He's the first black uh, officer that they hire um, in that town. Yeah. And he kind of, like, has to deal with, uh, like, all the racial tensions um, that comes along with being with that. And he's kind of, like, torn between, like, his, who he is and who his culture is versus his desire for justice. Because hmm. um, at the time there was a lot of police brutality. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. he was, like, combating that. Um and he ends up uh, becoming a clans member through yeah. his 
um, co-worker who is Jewish, but yeah. plays a man, plays an act as if he's a white man. So they're kind of in this together, and it's an amazing story, and it has uh, John David Washington, Denzel yes. Washington's son, and yeah. like I was blown away by his performance. I yeah. loved it so much. And then Adam Driver, yeah. one of my all-time favorite actors. Yeah, um, he's pretty great. They, there's a, some amazing moments in there. I'm not going to give away everything, but it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Go see it. It's amazing. I heard you loud and clear, Anthony. I'll do that. Um, original screenplay went to Green Book. Didn't see it, did you? Didn't see it. I want to see it. Mahershala I didn't even Ali, hear of it until... Viggo Mortensen. It was in theaters and everything. I, I didn't see yeah. an ad or anything. Yeah, it came and it went, and I was sort of like, okay. And yeah. then it won. Uh, supporting actress went to Regina King for If Bill Street Could Talk. Beale Street? I saw ads for that, and it looked really good, but I didn't get around to seeing it. <clears throat> Me neither. No nothing. Supporting actor went to Mahershala Ali. There it is. He won. Yep. For, I like his Green acting, Book. and he does good performances, so I believe it. Oh, man. I was just looking up some other stuff. He's one of those guys where you're like, oh, yeah, he's in, uh, and then you just start blanking because mm-hmm. he's in so many things. Yeah. Um, he was most recently in Alita, Battle Angel. He's in Alita. There you go. I watched that movie last week, and it was fun. <sighs> I'm already doing it. it right now. Oh, yeah. He was in House of Cards on Netflix, um, and a few other things. Yeah. He's a. He's a sharp guy. He's a familiar face. Yes. Yeah. Um, next, actress, best actress, went to Olivia Coleman in The Favorite. She played the Queen. Haven't seen it yet. Emma Stone's in it oh, as really? well. Yeah, Emma Stone. It, it, I, so I think conceptually what it is, is this woman's queen, and then she's got like these two chicks who are vying after, I think, a little bit of her like love and friendship, and I don't know if they're doing it to become queen themselves or to have power or to be with her i don't really know Mm -hmm. what that storyline is but it's about the conflict between these two younger characters and coleman's the queen okay that they're sort of like vying over i hope that's not too wrong (laughs) uh best actor went to rami malek for bohemian rhapsody yeah he did good what did what were the other ones who are the other ones I think Christian Bale was up for it. Yeah, I didn't see Vice. Me neither. Unfortunately. I super want to see that because Christian Bale's in it, Steve Carell's in it, um, and... What's that? Who played George Bush? Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Him. Yep. And Amy Adams. She's in it, too. So it's like almost a little reunion of that American Hustle crew, too. It's probably the same director or something as well. So, what, what were you looking up? The other best act- Oh, the other best actor up for it was Viggo Mortensen um, from Green Book. Uh, I just, I didn't think there was, when I looked at the list of people when I was watching it, yeah. I didn't think that Remy Malik was my, my top pick, but I'm not getting any cell reception. In the-, the only reason I felt like I guess he could have gotten it is because he had a character to point back to that he was recreating, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. Well, anyway, not too important. Yeah, let me... Good job, Remy Malik. Let me check real quick. You're Best an actor. actor. You did good. 2019 uh, nominations. <clears throat> nope. Those are actresses. Yep. I don't think Bradley Cooper was up for it. Maybe he was. Yep, he was. Bradley Cooper, William Defoe, at Eternity's Gate, Viggo Mortensen, Green Book, Vice, Christian Bale, and Rami Malek. 
Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, well, I guess I don't have too much of a problem with that. Yeah, C- compared to those others yeah. listed there without seeing Vice, I did think Bradley Cooper did pretty good he did. in A Star is Born. It wasn't breathtaking, though. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It made me feel some stuff. Yeah, definitely. But Remy Malik definitely was more entertaining than Bradley Cooper's Jack whatever. Yeah. Uh, director went to Alfonso Kirk. He did... Uh, Cuaron. He did <laughs> Roma. Roma. Yeah. Yep. I uh, haven't seen that one either. Uh, and then Best Picture... Green Book. Yep. I feel like I gotta see it. But you know what? I had the same problem last year. Do you remember what last year's Best Picture was? No. Me neither. But if I had to take a stab in the dark, I'm going to say it's The Shape of Water. Yep. Yep. And it's one I wanted to see all the way leading up, and I still haven't seen it today. So I haven't seen it either. I This year, I'm going to watch Green Book and The Shape of Water. And I think Shape of Water is on some streaming service, too. So i got to make that one happen. Who won Best Supporting? Best Supporting went to uh, Mahershala. Okay, that's right. Yeah. I was bummed because I wanted Sam Elliott to win it for his performance in A Star is Born. He was oh, by far yeah. my favorite actor in that movie. Yeah. And, yeah. like, you, when you think of Sam Elliott, you think of, like, this, like, stone kind of actor who kind of plays the same role every time, but he yeah. actually did something a little bit different. Yeah. And the emotion that he displayed was mm-hmm. something I'd never saw from him. And It's pretty good. I loved it. I, I would have been happy to see him win as well. Yeah. Um... Uh, the other thing I didn't see here on this list is Best Original Song went to Lady Gaga, yep. Star is Born. And I think that's, you know, not a surprise. Nope. But uh, that's that's sort of it for the the rundown. Um, and this, you said, is like your second year engaging with the Oscars. Yeah. Same. I, I enjoyed it. In years past, I've mostly been the... Okay, it's the next day. I'll go to Mashable. Who won? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'll just do a quick run through of the list. Oh, what? Katy Perry performed what? And then, like, I'll watch that, and that'll mm-hmm. kind of be it. I sort of enjoyed watching the whole thing, um, but I guess I only really enjoyed that because I was busy doing something else at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I could just sit there for the two or three hours that it was and take it all in in its splendor with its commercials yeah. and truly enjoy it. But it is a fun source of, like, oh, I'll check that movie out. Mm-hmm. It is a fun, fun thing to watch. Yeah, it's definitely like uh, I don't know if I want to go there. Never mind. All right, <laughs> solid. Well, do you have anything uh, to cap off our our recap of the Oscars and what it all was? Um, it was the Oscars, twenty nineteen. It was another year of the Oscars. It was diverse. It was diverse. The not host thing again. You know what? Let me look up real quick and see if there was a 2018 uh, uh, Oscar host. And see if a name pops up. Last year it was Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. And then for the 91st this year, they said, you know who it is? Nobody. (laughs) And so. Wasn't it supposed to be. um, Dude, I don't know. Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart was supposed to be. Was that something else? I think that was something else. That was supposed to be the Oscars. Yeah. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. So they went from Kevin Hart to nobody. Kevin would have probably been funny, but it was kind of nice-ish, I guess, to not have that like distraction yeah. of a host because then it got way more people involved, like Queen mm-hmm. Latifah. Uh, it was nice to see many people on stage. And... 
Yeah, like a lot of people, so they would come up in either singles or duos, and they would introduce one of the best pictures or one of the best actors. So you were experiencing mm. that lead up the entire show. And it was sort of nice to get those random people versus um, just ending up with that one person returning to. Because then they're just like cracking jokes at everyone in the crowd. So, yeah, yeah, I think it felt like okay not having a host. Yeah, I was okay with it. Well, it felt it felt all different. right. It didn't feel unnatural. Yeah, yeah, it was cool with it, it was too. Fine. Well, everybody, that is it for episode number nine of the Anthony K. Goodwin Pop Podcast. We talked about the Oscars. We talked about ministry. We talked about... That's pretty much it. Yeah. Hello. Our lost friendship. To all of my fans from my past podcast, <laughs> Stoked Blokes, um, this is my return to podcasting for one episode only. The podcast is dead, right? The podcast is dead. You yeah. can... You I went can. to search it and it wasn't there. So the episodes are on YouTube. Mm. Um, so you can watch it on YouTube, but they're not on SoundCloud and they're not on the podcast app anymore. That's right. They're on YouTube. If you look up Mick Zed and sub- like look at his... How do you spell that? Ah, oh, crap. How do you... This is my friend's YouTube channel, but um, M-C-Z-E-E-D. You can view our podcast if you want to. Um, yeah. It's not anything professional it's just kind of us having fun well you experienced this so i have some fans that i I hope to transfer to your your fan base my all all like four of my fans thanks man they've got some they're they're really dedicated they're really dedicated i don't can't tell if you're joshing me or not no they are i swear all right solid hey guys thanks again for checking this out uh reminder reminder i try to put out the podcasts on tuesday and then friday i put out the youtube video because then it gives me time to catch up with that um if you like this for some odd reason you could support it at patreon.com slash anthony k goodwin and you can find me on social media at anthony k goodwin and where can we find you colton uh, underscore underscore Coltron underscore underscore on Instagram. Um, I have a Twitter, but I don't use it. Fair. So. He's got good content. Give the man a follow. <laughs> and he's really tall. Stand up again. Boom. Roasted. All right. Thanks so much, guys. We will see you next week. Bye.